and welcome to London Stock Exchange's CEO series, Be Inspired, where we speak to CEOs, founders, and senior leaders of our London-listed companies and learn about their journeys. My name is Rhiannon Main, and I'm a senior associate in the Primary Markets Business Development Team for the Americas. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Bob Rocker, CEO of medical devices company Bellascura, which IPO'd in London in May 2021. Bob, how are you today? Good, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. I thought we'd start off by uh, by just delving into what is Bellascura. So could you could you give us an overview of what, of what Bellascura does? Well, Bellascura is a medical device company um, that was uh, founded approximately four years ago. And, and our primary focus is on uh, what we call oxygen enrichment technology, um, which is a broad range of technologies. But we focus predominantly right now on treatment for people with uh, interstitial lung diseases and uh, or COPD and, and similar type of lung diseases. Can you tell us sort of how, how, how did you get into it? Uh, what was your journey to becoming CEO of this company? Well, I got, I got into this about five years ago uh, when um, I partnered with a company, which is our, 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 our research arm, a group called Separation Design Group, which is in uh, Pennsylvania. And they had developed some early stage uh, oxygen enrichment technology, which was actually uh, award-winning technology from the US government. Uh, and we partnered, uh, we thought, a, a wonderful opportunity to commercialize it. It had uh, tremendous intellectual property around it. And, and that's basically how the formation of Bell Oscura became as a partnership between the two companies. And we've taken it now from there. Um, and um, we, we've obviously done uh, very well with their technology so far. And we're excited. So that's that's kind of how it started. I My background is in intellectual property. And we saw a neat uh, opportunity to combine their research and my background in IP. And, and that's kind of the genesis of the company. And had you worked for a medical devices company before or uh, was this a completely new area for you? Oh, no, I, I've spent uh, probably too many years to remember, but <laughs> going all the way back to when I was a, an attorney, I've, I've worked for many of the largest medical device companies in the world. Um, in different roles uh, as a uh, patent attorney and, and business development and things of that nature across uh, both in the U.S. and, and Swiss companies uh, in, in the past. So uh, it's a long, uh, probably close to 30 years uh, in the uh, medical device industry. Wow, that's quite a career. I'm, I imagine uh, being CEO keeps you very busy, but uh, uh, what, what do you like to do outside of work? What, uh, do you have any cool hobbies or, or, or what, uh, what, what interests you outside of work? I'm a I'm a I'm a single father of two girls, 20 and 23, and four dogs and cats. I don't I don't have a whole lot of uh, outside of this company, um, which I love uh, doing. Part of this, this is something I, I've always wanted to do, and uh, we are rapidly growing. Uh, we're squeezed into this office right now, and we're expanding. So there's just a lot of things going on. So I, I enjoy what I do here. I mean, we're. Uh, uh, I'm an inventor on this technology. Uh, you'll find me here on weekends. Uh, messing around with the technology, working with our research partners. So it's, it's, it's both work and a hobby for me. I, I, I really enjoy it. And uh, um, so that's, I know it sounds kind of sad, but uh, I actually do enjoy it. It's, it's fun working on next generation technology. You've spoken about uh, how, how you had a background in, in IP, I think. Uh, how do you sort of implement that into Bellascura's sort of um, drive and how do you sort of drive innovation and bringing people together in in your company 
Well, I mean, I, I actually, I mean, I have a STEM, I have an engineering degree. I do have a mechanical engineering uh, degree. I did work for a few years as a project engineer, uh, but most of my experience is is in the is in the intellectual property in the patent uh, field. I'm a person who who looks at from a STEM standpoint in this company that there's lots of ways to innovate in the medical device industry, and and after twenty some years. Uh, uh, acquiring a lot of companies, doing a lot of mergers and acquisition, you, you learn from some. I've learned from some amazingly talented people, uh, and who have had very successful businesses, and and that was kind of what drove me to take this company and say, you. There's a lot of companies out there that have wonderful technology, um, and but that doesn't always do it. So this this company is really based on on lots of innovation, innovation in 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 sales, innovation in how we market the product, how we approach the patient. So we don't just rely on uh, our intellectual property. It's 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 how we price it. Just a lot of different things that go on, and and a lot of those big contributors are people that that don't have a STEM degree. They have uh, general marketing, uh, liberal arts majors. Um, and, and I learned with one of the big companies I worked with before, which was a multi-billion dollar Swiss company, the chief technology officer actually had a degree in photography, um, but he had a tremendous ability and mechanical abilities and stuff. So you learn that, hey, you don't want to be limited just to people with, with the degrees. And, and I think that's important because there's a lot of tremendously bright, innovative people. And that's kind of how this company is, is built around. We have definitely have people with PhDs here in, in sciences and we have a lot of liberal arts, but everybody is an innovator uh, in this company. So moving on more to how you've grown as a company. Uh, obviously, I'm here in London. Uh, you're there in Texas. I, uh, I, I think some people will probably be surprised by the number of IPOs we've had over the last few years from, from US companies. So I guess, could you give us a bit of color on sort of like why you chose to list and then why did you choose to list in London? Sure. And I think that all relates into our wanting to be innovative. I mean, I think that the traditional path of a lot of medical devices in the United States is the, the classic angel investing and then uh, uh, mezzanine, whatever you want to call it, Series B, Series C uh, uh, funding. Um, but what's happened in the United States is that there just seems to be a real difficulty once you get a few million dollars invested, finding that next level of funding. Uh, and that's where we, we, we took a step back and said, there's a better way to do this. And, and that's when we started talking with the, the London Stock Exchange, the AIM folks in, in specifically. And uh, we had a, a wonderful set of brokers and, and folks in, in London also that, that we were working with Dowgate. And we, we realized that this was a tremendous perfect fit for us on, on raising the funding we needed uh, to get this. And, 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 there, and the wonderful thing about listing early too is it's also an opportunity to showcase the, the product too. It's, so it's, 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 a, it's, it's a wonderful way to, you get out there, people learn more about your product. It's, it's been amazing just in our investors alone how many have invested because they knew of a, a family member that had COPD, COPD and, and other lung diseases. And so it's been a wonderful marketing opportunity for us too, for a small company, which when you look at when you're trying to control budgets, what, what, what better way to get on the world stage? And there's your product out there and, and other people, because we have just as many uh, inquiries from investors about our product um, as we do uh, just from customers. So it's it's, that's been a big plus for us. And that's why we went down that route. We saw we could raise the funding we wanted. It was not uh, prohibitively expensive to do it. Um, there was significant, a lot of interest. As you, as you said, we IPO'd. It was an oversubscribed uh, IPO round. Um, so uh, we've been very pleased with, with what happened with the, the London Stock Exchange uh, and AIM and, and, and have encouraged other people in the United States to look into it too. 
you talked about being that sort of that very innovative company that that does what you says you're going to do, which I think is so important. I remember when we were preparing for this, you said something that really surprised me. I think it was probably surprised a lot of people that you, you uh, Bellascore has actually lowered its prices in the current markets. Yeah, and and that's a we we've seen unfortunately what we we've seen in the industry and across the board is uh, everybody reacts to the the you know uh, inflation and and some, some supply chain costs and stuff, but we're holding our prices and in fact the next generation product is coming in a little less expensive and and we're doing that through a host of different ways by uh, an improved supply chain, but we we just feel that this is where we have very strong margins. Um, and uh, we just don't agree. I've never agreed with in the past when I've seen other companies that just typically keep raising their prices. And, and I think that, um, you know, I, I remember years ago where somebody said, you know, inflation drives innovation. And, and so that's what we're trying to do is say, listen, you can't keep raising the price. We're going to price our customers out of the market. Uh, Medicare and NHS funding is, is, is X amount. And so you can't just keep raising prices. So you have to do things to respond to that. And so we're doing that ahead of the curve. Um, and, and right now the distributors we're working with, it's been a tremendous response uh, uh, on that. And we're, we've also went to direct to consumer sales. That's another way that we aren't just relying on distributors. So it's always innovating and looking ahead. So that's a big reason why we can change our pricing is, is that we are going direct to consumer on the products. And, and so there's a whole host of things going on that uh, once again, innovation beyond just the technical uh, is a big plus of this company. So here at the London Stock Exchange, we like to think that uh, the IPO is more the start of the story rather than the end. Um, and I think that's that's very true for Bellascura. I know you came back for a follow-on transaction in May 2022, raising $7 million. Um, how was your experience of, of coming back to the public markets a year after your IPO? Uh, it, it was very good. I, I, you know, I think you're always hesitant when you have a very successful uh, IPO. You don't, we, we weren't planning on coming back. Um, but we had a tremendous opportunity with a uh, uh, with a group uh, in, in, uh, in China uh, uh, that was a global leader in manufacturing, and and we saw an opportunity to to expand with them. We were honored to have them uh, reach out to us. It's a, a joint venture with a um, uh, it, it for to to expand our opportunity in uh, Asia Pacific, and we needed to raise funding to to take on that opportunity. And so <clears throat> we went back to the market, and once again, it's all about explaining it. Here's what the opportunity is. Here's what it's going to cost, and here's here's what it's going to do. And this is the the billion dollar market that it opens for us. Uh, and so that was I wouldn't it, it, nothing's easy. There was obviously a whole lot of things going on in the world uh, uh, a few months ago, and still are that made it difficult. But I think we laid it out. We explained it. Um, it uh, we had uh, a lot of people want to come in, and uh, we uh, raised it, uh, and, and that's allowed us to keep moving forward with a lot of things. And that that continues to move. That uh, the Chinese development uh, uh, operation is continues to move forward. So it was a good uh, response. It was um, very efficient way to raise money. Uh, uh, the people were very responsive in you know raising money through a Zoom and, and stuff like that. So everything went very very well. Uh, we were we were quite pleased. It's great to hear. I'm looking forward now. Um, obviously, Bellascura is already awesome, but. What are the plans in the next five years? Um, where do you see this journey continuing? 
Well, I, th I mean, there's lots of things going on. Um, we're kind of squeezing this office because we got a whole bunch of manufacturing going on uh, here in, in Texas and, 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 and expanding into Asia Pacific. We're finishing up what's known as our ISO audit, um, which will allow us then to expand into Europe uh, with, uh, we get clearance for the CA and the CE mark. That's all planned for 2023. So uh, we have a next generation um, product that uh, we will be releasing uh, within the next, uh, I guess, next five months here. It'll be this year, the, the Discover. Um, internally, we've called it the DX. Um, and that's going to be a transformational product for us. Uh, the first one is wonderful to explore. This new one is significantly smaller and lighter. Um, we have significant interest, you know, the expansion uh, overseas. Um, and there's just a lot of things. So I, I quite frankly, I don't look out five years. Uh, we, we look, you know, 12 to 18 months because there's so much going on. We have a, we're bringing on board a lot of talented people um, and we keep uh, devising and developing new generation. We're the first company that we know of uh, that has released an app, a mobile app that pulls data from your phone and your pulse oximeters and, and, and your, your iPhone data and stuff like that. It's all goes on to our Nomad app. Nobody else has done that. So we continue even within this innovating. So there's a lot of things. I can't even imagine what, what's going on in five years. We've got a lot going on in the next 18 months. Final question from me. Uh, you've obviously incredibly busy. You've got so much going on um, as a CEO of a, of a public company. Is there anything that, that keeps you off at night? No, I mean, I, I you know, <laughs> I'd never get sleep. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, you know, uh, you know, I don't. Uh, uh, that's that's you know, this this company, uh, you know, I learned you know years and years ago. We you know, back in my days as you know, as a trial attorney, way back when, and uh, we had major cases, billion dollar bet the farm uh, uh, litigations. Um, and um, yeah, you just, you learn to, you know, taking it myself, it's kind of silly, but all the way back to, I can remember my basketball coach when I was in high school yelling at me and saying, you know, hey, Rocker, you'll never get a good shot if you don't learn to pivot. And so that's kind of the mantra that, that we operate here is, you know, we, we learn to pivot, we learn to adjust. And, and that, that's, that's, that's why you don't end up having sleepless nights is if you're always prepared to adjust. We had to adjust to, to a pandemic. We, we started, we, we, a product company was founded during Brexit. Uh, we, 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 we always seem to be different things, supply chain. And, and, and when you build a company around pivoting and adjusting, you don't, you don't, you know, yes, there's a lot of, you know, crazy and we're going to be here on Saturday morning doing some things because we have to adjust and do things on Sunday. But you know that's what we do, and people. But you you, you build a company around a, a a mentality of of always being willing to adjust and pivot. Uh, you don't have the sleepless nights. I love that mantra from your basketball coach, and I love the fact that it's still with you all these years later. Bob, this has been so interesting. Thank you for sharing your story with us today, and thank you for joining us. If you would like to learn more about Be Inspired and hear some more of the stories, please head to our website, uh, lsegissuerservices.com forward slash spark. Thank you.